Welcome to the Wealth Standard Radio Show, your gold standard in everything financial. Now, here's your host, Patrick Donahoe. Morning, everybody. Patrick Donahoe here. All right. We have a special show for you today. I am joined by two of my great friends, Tom Wheelwright and Andy Tanner, and they are live in the flesh. How's it going, guys? Awesome. Glad to be here, Patrick. Always. Really good to be with you. We're, uh, we've had a good time today. Very good time. So we, uh, what we're going to talk about today is an event that we have been uh, putting together for the last few months, and it is a really cool event. It's a virtual financial conference. Now, most financial conferences that people go to are, are, phys- are they're physically. You have to go to them live physically. So you go to Vegas or you go to New Orleans or you go to Los Angeles. So you have to get a flight. You have to get hotel rooms. Then you have to you know, make time in your, in your schedule. You have to convince your wife to go. I mean, it, essentially, it's, it's, it's hard to get to those type of conferences. But once you get there, amazing experience because you have breakthroughs. You have paradigm shifts. You meet new people. You learn new things. You get new ideas. But the barrier to entry to those type of events is really high. And so, so what we discovered, and this is what we've been working on the last couple of months, is a way in which people can have that same experience but not have to book plane tickets, book hotel rooms, get and leave their family. Get dressed. Yeah, get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do it yeah. essentially through a very unique portal. Yeah. Um, so you can attend a, a live conference, live presentations, live speakers, but you can attend it through this virtual virtual portal. It's a really cool idea. You guys probably thought I was crazy when I came to you and said, hey, we should probably do something like this. Uh, <laughs> you know, or maybe you I, thought I, that a long time I, ago. I, well, <laughs> I've thought that for many, many years, Patrick. You're crazy. But, uh, but beyond that, no, I, I just think, you know, I've seen the technology and it's pretty cool. I mean, the idea that you can actually have breakout sessions on a on a virtual summit that uh, you can watch a, a you know multitude of speakers and really feel like you're right there. I just think it's uh, I, I think it's what's coming. I think it's the next big thing. And and the other thing I'd love, of course, is Patrick. You and I have been actually talking about this topic for about a year. Um, where what if we just talked about cash flow? We didn't talk about capital gains. We didn't talk about, you know, you know, your typical buy and hold strategy, but we actually talked about all the different ways you could build cash flow and bring experts that are experts in each of those ways. I mean, we have social media experts that come on how to build cash flow through social media. We have um, people on raising capital, how to build cash flow through raising capital and teach us how to do those things. You know, besides the typical, I mean, we also, of course, have the real estate, we have oil and gas, we have um, uh, stock market cash flow, which Andy, of course, is that, that that's his specialty, which is unusual in and of itself. You know, but besides the the typical asset classes, what, what I love is we also have the internet marketing. Mm-hmm. We have Blair Singer talking about uh, sales and, mm-hmm. and little voice mastery. And we've got crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, and, and you know, my, of course, my favorite special guest, Kim Kiyosaki, who will be talking not just to the women, but the men get to listen in to her, which uh, they don't always get to yeah, do. It was interesting, Patrick, while you were speaking about the barrier to entry, mm-hmm you know, for students to come. Yeah, I thought about the, you know, the same's true to put together a lineup like this. I mean, I was thinking if we were to get the same people, right, mm-hmm. and try to get them in one place, one It'd be t- hard. It'd be logistical. Yeah, I mean, it'd be possible, yeah. I guess, yeah. but 
But it not only allows the the student to uh, to do that, it allows the, the. I mean, I'm excited as a student to be a part of this. I I love to go to events like this as a student. I've always I've always felt more of a student than a teacher, and I always feel like I'm just sharing with other people what I've learned. But mm-hmm. to be able to bring this type of people together. Um, God, what a great technology. What a great time. It's fun to live in the future. You know what I love about it is that the the people we're bringing together here, they're not just speakers. I mean, if you go to a typical uh, seminar like this, you go to a two, three-day seminar, what do you get? You get the professional speakers. Yeah. You know, they're going to be selling your product. They, You know, that that's, that's what they a, do. Well, like Maselli, you know, not a professional uh, yeah, we speaker. We got Mike but... Maselli, who's who's a professional oil and gas guy. Yeah, he sounds like an a... oil and gas guy. Yeah, he's he, does not, yeah. he does not sound like a professional speaker. But he's going to give it to you. But he's got the real stuff. Ken McElroy. I mean, I remember the first yeah. time Ken McElroy was up on stage, <laughs> and I'm just going... This guy's not a professional speaker. This guy is a real estate guy. So, you know, so we're talking about people that have their own businesses. I think I have an appreciation of that for more because I started out really as a speaker and had to learn to become an investor. And everyone else is just started out as an investor and they've learned how to present well. Right. I, I think another thing is, is they're so down to earth that the, they've all, you know, we've, we, we've all been with them before and they've mm-hmm. all learned the genius of making things simple. Um, God, when I went to college, it was like it was like the professor was trying to make himself look smarter by yeah. confusing uh-huh. me. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. And these guys, I'll tell you, they break stuff down into you know what I can understand, and and so yeah, incredible lineup of people, real people, like you say, these guys real are real businesses. Yeah, they're out there doing it, you know, all the time. Well, one of our values, one of the values that we created, because what was cool is when we started this whole you know conversation. What do we start with? And I didn't think to start. I wanted to okay, yeah. we'll start with marketing. We'll start with doing this. <laughs> yeah. And with what do you guys? No, no. I, I, yeah. I, I got to say, I mean, yeah. I've, I've been working with business owners for over 30, uh, over 35 years. And what I've learned over that time is that what breaks a business up is values. What yeah. causes challenges in a relationship, personal or business otherwise, is values. values. So the first thing. I always insist on doing any time I get in a new organization, which this is, um, I always insist, well, let's do our values. Yeah. And then we did a mission statement and we did a code of honor. I mean, it was, it was really, it was enlightening for me to see where you guys came from as far as creating this, because I think it allowed us to really look at the speakers that we wanted to be presenting yep. and, and if they shared those values, if they yeah. shared that same idea or philosophy. Oh yeah. There's plenty of speakers we didn't invite. Uh, on purpose, yeah, because we yep. because we added some that we took a lot off. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we did. We want to be really careful that these are people who share our values and really are mission driven. Because uh, one of the things that you know, Andy and I get to spend a lot of time with Robert and Kim Kiyosaki and the other rich dad advisors. Uh, none of us get paid for this stuff. In fact, none of the speakers are getting paid for this event. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is mission driven. This is we're about. How do we learn how to build cash flow in our life outside of going to work, Mm. outside of turning our money over to somebody else? How do we take control of our life? How do we take control of our investing so that we have cash flow at higher returns but lower risk? I mean, to me, that's a big, big key because we're, I think we're so we're so ingrained in us that if you're going to get a higher reward, you have to take higher risk. Yeah. And really, when when it comes to cash flow investing, it's just the opposite. I mean, we're the opposite. It's about I mean, Andy, when you do cash flow 
cash flow stock market, you're taking less risk than in a buy and hold. Well, it's, you know, we were speaking about this before we started the podcast about there's a relationship between risk and control. You know, higher, higher, uh, or less control means higher risk. More control means no risk or less risk. And if we have, uh, if we have no control, it's just gambling. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's about, you, you said this, Tom, it's not so much about the investment. It's about the investor. So someone says, you know, we're going to have a wealth, a cash flow wealth summit. You know, it's not about whether oil and gas is good or whether real estate's good. I think you can find successes in every failures. asset class, <laughs> failures in every asset class. So right. <clears throat> I think, I think you know, you never hear me bash any asset class. I say, well, stocks are better than this or that. Not true. You can, you know, Richard Branson's done one business. Warren Buffett's not complaining with stocks. And Trump's done okay with real estate. And Wall Street's doing really well with these are, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you better believe they are. You got that right. But it, it's true. It's about the investor. Even, even there, it's about the investor. The reason those 401ks are such a nightmare is the people that are in them aren't educated. Well, that's, so. there, there, there's no question. I mean, I, I had a guy, um, I did a, an, an article with uh, Robert uh, Kiyosaki in, uh, a number of years ago. And uh, we pretty much threw 401ks under the bus and mutual funds under the bus. Mm. And I actually had somebody uh, call me. Mm. And say, hey, I do 30% in mutual funds. And I said, well, how much time do you spend with your mutual fund investment? He says, 20, 30 hours a week. I said, yeah, you can make 20, 30% of mutual funds if you're a professional mutual fund investor. I said, the problem with 401k is they actually, the, the, the teaching is, Give us your money. You don't have to worry about it. That's, no, that's the flaw in the system. It's not the mutual funds per se are bad. It's that how we're taught to invest in mutual funds is bad. And a 401k, by the way, before Andy gets off on this, I'm going to get off on it. Because not only is a 401k bad for all the reasons Andy talks about, 401k, I'm a tax advisor. Worst tax advice ever, put your money in a 401k. Yeah, it's, well, it's like chapter two of the book is called The Ignorant Smith. And the ignorance myth is, is I can become rich and successful without learning anything. You know, I can become, I can become wealthy and ignorant. So the cash flow summit's a big deal that way. Is it's a big message. You don't become wealthy and ignorance. People are where they are because of what they know, and what they know allows them to do what they've done. But they can't do what they've done unless they know what they know, and that's what the, the cash flow summit's about. I'm, I'm excited to learn. I, you know, I, I always feel fortunate because I, I have a, I love my topic and I love sharing my topic and I do that a lot solo. But when I get to come together with a whole bunch of people and every time, I mean, you know, all of us have been there on, on the different events we've, we've mm -hmm. been able to travel mm -hmm. to. You walk away as a student every time. Every time. hundred percent. I mean, yep. you know, Patrick, you were talking, you know, your business changed when you came back, you know, I always talk to Tom, Hey, I'm going to change the way I do things when I come back. So, that's what this will be about. You know, I, it's, it's, it's going to be an event where, where anyone that wants to walk away with ideas that can be changing it will. big, big time. Yep. So I'm excited to go as a student, not just to present and teach. I always get more as a student, but that's who I am. I'm a student. Well, education is, I mean, that's one of our values, education. And right. we, I think we've all kind of subscribed to the idea <clears throat> that you're never going to get to this point where you know everything. It's, it's impossible. You're always progressing. You're always improving. And the point that you made, uh, and this is why I love conferences, is it only took about five minutes at a conference I attended uh, a while back. Five minutes. 
And in that five minutes, Boom. I had this breakthrough. They, I, all these things were like, wow, that because of that, because of that. I had this breakthrough that I never would. I don't know if I would have ever had had I not gone to this conference and heard this speaker. Isn't it interesting how we have this culture where we go to school until we're in our early 20s and then we're done? That, that we have this idea that, well, when I was in my school years, when I was in my learning years, and, and why, why, why don't people budget time? Well, I'll tell you part of to it. To dedicate part, to part, education. Part of it is where we also go to school to learn how, how bad mistakes are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, okay, I, I'm, a, I'm a self-admitted recovering A student, okay? <laughs> so so uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it is seriously difficult. It, it's been a very tough, to use Patrick's term, paradigm shift, mm -hmm. to go from it's okay to make a mistake. I remember, yeah. I, I mean, uh, 20, 20 years ago, um, 21 years ago, I got fired. Okay, first one, I, only time I'd ever been fired by from a job. It was like, it was devastating yeah. because I made, ultimate, it's the it ultimate was, check mark against it, your it, paper. It was, yep. but, but here's, yeah. here, and, and, you know, and I'm in a profession of CPAs that are a bunch of A students, right? And so, who don't want to make a mistake. And what I love about conferences is you, you get a different thought process. Mm -hmm. And if you can think differently and think it's okay to make a mistake. I mean, we a lot most of the people speaking are business owners. Well, any business owners who's been successful has made mistakes. Yeah. In fact, I, I think that if you haven't if you haven't like lost at least a million dollars in business, you just aren't trying hard enough. That's um, you know because I look at it, I'm going I can't tell you how much money I've lost in business, but that's the learning. You know, and so to be able to learn from somebody else and their mistakes that they've made, I mean, I guarantee you, 30 speakers, 30 people have made a ton of mistakes. Heck, I learned something right now. Tom Tom is where he is because he got fired. I am where I am because no one would hire me in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so Now, the point you made, Tom, about, and I, I mean, I'm dealing with this right now, and you are too because we have, we have younger kids, is, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing, you know, how, how children are educated. Yeah. And, and it's, it's been the same, it's been the same thing for, for, for decades. It's funny to my kids, education doesn't make sense to them because they have an iPad and when they want to know something, they, they just don't see that they don't see the reason for having a school. If you want to know something, you can learn whatever you want on your time at your speed, what you're interested yeah, any, in. Yeah. And they think going to this place and it's kind of like I said, you know, I know what ADD is. It's, it means you have a boring teacher is what it means. <laughs> get get, get this one. When, when I took the CPA exam, you couldn't use a calculator. Oh, gee, many Christmas. You remember? The, I remember. Remember those old uh, Texas instruments? Yeah. Yeah, Red yeah, I had one. Cut. And and they brought those out. You know, yep. the rich kid had one, and the teachers absolutely freaked out. Mm -hmm. Now you go to a calculus class, there's a 55-page book on how to use your graphing calculator. Uh, exactly. It's crazy. In fact, in, in eighth grade, you I mean, your, your, your son comes home, you'll find this. Yeah. Eighth grade, my son comes home, he goes, i got to go buy a $100 calculator. It's part yeah, of my class. Part of what you got to do. I'm going, But the kids, man. the kids, I, I, this, this summit is, is the future. You know, it's about the technology. It's about choice. It's about your own speed. It's about your own pace. It's it's a lot like where where TV and cable are having a hard time now because people, you know, when you had three networks, they decided what you saw. Yep. But with with technology comes choice, and summits like this will be the future. It's got to scare 
colleges to death because they have this huge industry. They have this huge paycheck. And, and what's going to happen when these kids say, you know what? I don't do, need I, do I really want to spend yeah. $200,000 in student loan debt? I can go start a business right now and I can learn whatever I want on YouTube. Yeah. And, you that's the, and that shift, that's a big shift. And I, I look at what individuals get from these types of conferences and this type of education yeah. is education that's fun, education that's rewarding, yeah. education that's practical. Well, and, and they don't get that but in also, school. But also accurate. The downside of the internet, I mean, when, when Al Gore invented the internet, <laughs> we, we entered the information age. When we invented YouTube, we invented the misinformation age because yeah. you, you want to find, and Tom, to your point, you know, okay, I got, you got Maselli coming in here from Texas. This guy's been knee deep in oil and gas. He knows it. You know, there's no misinformation there. And uh, and so that's what it's going to be about choice, but also about accurate information with precision that you want. And that's, it's, it's going to, I'll tell you, this will, this conference will be part of a wave of how people learn uh, that, that just puts colleges, I mean, it's just so, there's so much meat in it, you know, stuff you can, it's applicable. Well, it was, there was, it was interesting. useful. One of the speakers that's going to be participating in the, in the social media angle, he was telling me about um, this, this individual you heard about. It was a martial arts, martial arts guy. Yeah. I know you're into martial arts. Yeah. And very, his studio is about to go out of business. But what he decided to do is record just a, a, fi a five video course Bam. about about how to you know just the basic moves like self defense moves yeah and and he sold it for uh, he did a uh, like an e learning type of program uh, and sold it for a hundred and forty seven dollars or something like that well, and he made more in a week than he ever than he made, made in his since he opened his studio it's like a ten year old studio unbelievable well the, this is what's nice is information now is everywhere. Where the value of information, this is where college, if they wanted people to pay for information, okay, even though our conference will be free, if, if the colleges want to pay for information, they've got to make it more fun. They've got to find an instructor that connects with that person. Mm -hmm. And then the information becomes valuable because you're, you're able to digest it in a way that you like, that you enjoy, and that, that it becomes valuable to you. So it's not just the content. Mm -hmm. It's the context. It's the delivery. It's, is it simple? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, people are going to have to become better teachers. They're going to have to become better teachers, you know, because you can you can go out and learn things virtually now. And for example, this conference, you know, there's no charge. No charge at all. Yeah. And it's looking at the information that's available. I mean, there should be a massive, massive charge. But looking at what a person's going to, to gain from that. I mean, we, we all speak at conferences. You guys speak at a lot more conferences than I do. And we understand the value of going there and, and uh, finding people that will do business with us. Uh, so we obviously want to to give this to people, this resource uh, for for free, and it's gonna, there's going to be thousands and thousands of people in attendance. It's going to be exciting. It's fun to connect, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I when I was growing up, I never imagined that I would be I would be friends with people, you know, students, especially my students. You know, I got an email from a great guy in Oslo, Norway. And, you know, what's interesting is is he's got the same sense of humor, you know, and he writes, he's funny in his emails, man. Well, you know, <laughs> Tom, you know, I tell a joke, you can hear a mouse pee on a cotton ball, but that's, you know, it goes dead quiet. But, but the fact is, to connect with people this way, it makes the world uh, smaller. Uh, it, it's so much easier. I mean, it's, it's like, it's pretty cool. you know, I, I, I've got this great student in uh, Melbourne 
Australia, and you know, I'm I, I guarantee she's going to be on this on this conference. Sure. And I've watched her, and I've watched her, you know, follow conferences and 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 participate and grow. And you yeah. see, you see just how it works, you know. So I think part of the the big thing about this conference is going to be do something. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Um, what are you going to do with the information? What action steps are you going to take? And I'm excited because I know that I'm going to be taking some action that, steps. That's the pattern. I've noticed this, in, at least in my own life and as a teacher and student's life, is they discover something new. And as they discover this, it opens up the possible and it flames desire. You know, Napoleon Hill, thinking courage, burning desire. And when they see a possibility and they see, you know, it starts to make sense. That that's true. You know, they, they talk about motivational conferences and, you know, rah, rah. And, yeah. But but when you see real accurate information that shows you a possibility, there's where your motivation is. Those desires begin to swell in the heart. And then, like Tom says, the, the big key is there. OK, now make a plan, make a plan. And, and maybe that's where colleges fail as well, is you get all this information. They kick you out, give you a piece of paper and. I, well, I think people are just they're they're trained and they're conditioned to not like education. I mean, there's statistics yeah, out there that I there's one it. and who knows who knows this is an accurate statistic, uh, but it, it talks about the the amount of the number of nonfiction books a college graduate will read after they graduate, and it's like less than one. Nonfiction? How about book? A book? It, period. Yeah. It, it, I I I shouldn't be so cynical. I mean, I'm probably an outlier here, maybe not, but I I hated school. I mean, I I love the social part of it. I love the friends and the students, but. Mm -hmm. For me, you know, I, my brain, I didn't have the fastest processor. And it was tough to compete with the A students that just, they seemed to know the answers, have their hand there. I'm like, what in the world are we talking about? And I'm living it again right through my right through my kids. They're in, you know, second grade homework comes home. I'm like, are you kidding me? Does this not end? Yeah, I just didn't, I just, it didn't resonate with me. And yet conferences like this where it seems so, I guess the disconnect is I didn't see where it applied. Uh, I didn't see where I jumped through the soup when I applied. In a conference like this, you can apply it. Day one, yeah. day one, you can apply it. So it just, I guess, it has more meaning that way. So I'm excited, yeah. guys. I'm I'm excited to go as a teacher, but more excited to be a part of this as a student. Yeah, well, looking, amazing. yeah, looking at. I mean, I would say in today's day and age, there are there's so many resources. There's so many things anybody can do to to really have a profession of their dreams. Yeah. And to live a life of their dreams, there no, it's not. It's not free. It doesn't uh, doesn't come easy, but you have all the information, all the resources to make it possible. Well, there's you just hit. You just took the word out of my mouth. Yeah, maybe not easy, but possible. I mean, starting a business today, I don't know how you start a business fifty years ago. How do you even go about that? You know, starting a business today, you have such better tools, way to keep track of things, metrics. Uh, you know, people that can bookkeep for you at marketing, low cost. Just marketing, how you connect with Tell potential you what, the buyers. Internet, the internet marketing part of this conference is, is what I'm really excited for because I'm really into that and I really want to take that to the next level in how I teach and what I do in my teaching. But I'll, I'll tell you what, it, they say it was the best of times, the worst of times. I think it's the best of times. I do. It's a great time to be uh, alive. There's no question. The, the thing you, you, that, that I heard from you, Patrick, is the, the dream most of us get the dream speed out of us by the time we're in college. Fourth grade. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I, I heard this uh, radio announcer talk about, she asked her, her three-year-old what she wanted to be when she grew up. She said, a tiger. 
I'm going, that's a three-year-old. Well, tie, yeah. a, a three-year-old, that's, possi- that that's possible to a <laughs> three-year-old. That but they'll shoot that down by the time she's five, yeah. right, or, or six. But, and, when, when was the first teacher you had you didn't like? Did you ever, I mean, when's the first teacher you ran in like that where you thought, this is this sucks? Yeah, probably middle school. Second first, grade. First grade. She, Brown. Second grade. Mrs. Anderson. She had a killer mustache, too. That's why most of you <laughs> no, you know, no, I mean, nice lady, but there's such a structure there that there, you have to. There fit is. In. You have to do this. You this gotta, is what you have. You're in to the be. lines, man. You're coloring inside. No, the lines. There, there, there's no question. And then I see it. Um, I just see the possibility. What you know, when I started my firm, Provision, it was really the idea of let's help people get to their vision. You know, most people can't even see it. Mm. And uh, most people don't even take the time to dream. So I, what's nice about this conference is it, it's going to be a way to learn how to realize your dreams. So, you know, when you, you know, as you get, you start preparing for this conference, I like to prepare for conferences. Okay. Like we, we always have to read a book, right. For the, right. Uh, the, rich, the, the rich dad conferences. Yeah. So w- the one thing I would recommend everybody do is that they actually sit down and write out their dream, mm-hmm. you know, in perfect, you know, if you, if, if money was not an issue, where would you be? Who'd you be with? Who what would you, would you be doing? Who you know, would you help? What, what, what difference what, would right. you make? Exactly. So uh, I think that dream, I, I think having, you know, because we so, we think our dreams so far away, because all we can do is buy, hold, and pray that the stock go, our four hundred one k goes up. Right? That's the best we can hope for. Is what we're being taught all the time, right? Or a financial planner comes to you and say, "So, how much money do you need to retire so that you're not living under a, un, under a bridge?" Right? I mean, instead, you know, we're looking at. I mean, everybody in this that's speaking in this conference, these are people who've done well. And they started from scratch and they did well. I mean, you know, there's no no silver spoons, you know, speaking at this conference. And so, you know, they're telling you, here's how you can do it. You can't do it. You know, the average uh, return investment in the U.S., 3%. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, I'm sorry, but at 3%, unless you're scrimping and saving every single penny, you cannot get to where you want to go and you're not going to have any fun getting there in, in the first place where what. what these people are talking about they're going to be talking about you know the how to increase your rate of return while lowering your risk i mean it you got to do it like mm-hmm. you say patrick but i'll tell you what i just had um we've had hundreds of people that we've taught um these principles and now we can teach thousands you know you talked about dreams tom Josh and Lisa Lannon, yeah. you you wanna you wanna have a great experience. If if anyone listening to the sound of my voice right now has never had a chance to listen to Josh and Lisa, Amen. the the one one thing it'll do is take away any excuse you ever thought you had, because <laughs> no one started out where they started. Right. No one did. Mm-hmm. And and the beautiful thing about those guys is is they made their journey. You know, it's not really about their wealth. It's look the people they've helped along the way. They have they have changed as many lives as anybody else. It, how do you how do you miss? I mean, physics class, Josh and Lisa Lennon. Yeah, which which exactly. one do you want to go? Which one is going to you know touch your heart and change yeah. you? Well, that's so, the other thing too. Is you look at a person's dreams and you look at it, it, not pursuing those or recognizing that you have a talent, recognizing that you could probably do something different, but it's too you're too afraid or you may fail. And looking at that, it's a really selfish, it's a really selfish thought because if you mm. think that way, then now the world can't hear your message. Now mm. the world can't. Um, they, they can't benefit from what you have to offer. And who knows 
what it's holding back. I mean, it could be the patent that solves uh, a problem with some inefficient technology. It could be the cure for cancer. It could, there's so many different things, so many different problems we have as a yeah. society, and people are always the ones that solve problems. Mm-hmm. But it's the people that really have stepped out of their comfort zone and pursued dreams. They're after those. Well, and a lot of other people are just afraid and, and scared and not really doing anything I'll about it. I'll tell you it. what, you know, you mentioned stepping out of your comfort zone. I'm not <coughs> so sure that people are comfortable. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think maybe it might feel like coming home. If you think, think about it, if point. you think about your job right now, are you comfortable with that? You think about your future right now, are you comfortable with that? You think about your boss, are you comfortable with that? I think people are living outside their comfort zone now, and when they when they come to conferences, they're coming home, and all of a sudden they feel rest. It's like, wait a minute, this is my comfort zone. I'm more comfortable here than working for my freaking boss. Yeah. Tell you what, I mean, it's just I don't know, it's just a paradigm shift. Uh, and vision. <laughs> there you go. Gosh, well, so. this is, it's been cool talking with you guys. It's going to be an awesome event. So the event, we're going to hold it on uh, a website. It's www.cashflowwealthsummit.com. So you can go there. You can register and get more information about who's speaking, some of the topics, and how you can participate. So it's going to be live over the course of two days, May 20th and 21st. Um, I'm excited to participate. I'm excited you guys are participating. And a lot of the other speakers that are involved, I can't I can't wait for them. It's going to be an awesome event. Pretty cool stuff. Okay, everyone. Well, thanks uh, Thanks for listening today. Guys, thanks for joining me in, uh, in studio. So good to be with you, man. Yeah. It's always yeah. good to hang out always. with all three of us. That's pretty, yeah. pretty yeah, rare. Pretty, pretty fun. fun. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, go to, that, go to that website to register, cashflowwealthsummit.com. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Radio Show, your gold standard in everything financial with your host, Patrick Donahoe. 